I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINnetwork.com. This is RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Welcome. Today's conversation is about Uruguay. The country is negotiating with China over a potential trade deal, but Uruguay is already a member of the South American trade bloc known as Mercosur. Why does that matter? Carmen Colosi has answers, and she's going to give us the rundown. She's Reigns Latin America analyst. Carmen, it's great to have you back on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. Carmen, why is Uruguay seeking a free trade deal with China? That's a great question. So one of the main reasons why Uruguay is really trying to open up its economy is that it has a president that is very pro-free trade and that is really trying to open up Uruguay's economy to the world. So Uruguay has a few main uh, exports. One of them is soybeans, so very similar to Brazil and Argentina. Uruguay does export a significant amount of soybeans and other soy products to China. So that is a main driver of Uruguay's um, goal of negotiating a free trade agreement with with China. One of the reasons why Brazil and Argentina aren't willing to do that, aside from kind of the domestic political angle of not wanting to, um, you know, lower the common external tariff, which is, you know, politically beneficial, is essentially that Brazil and Argentina really want to kind of walk this fine line between China and the United States. Um, Another element of this is that Paraguay, one of the other members of Mercosur, does not have um, relations with China diplomatically. um, And because of that, they are not willing to enter into a free trade agreement. Um, But interestingly, the story is not really just about Uruguay and China. It's more so about Uruguay's president, Luis Lacalle Pou, really kind of pushing for a broader um, economic opening within Uruguay itself. Um, and we really see that, you know, exemplified by the fact that the country is trying to negotiate entrance into the Trans-Pacific Partnership, for example. That's another way that Uruguay could really uh, see a broader economic opening. And if so, how will the other members of Mercosur approach Uruguay's negotiations in the coming year? So we've seen some tensions within the bloc in the past couple of months. Um, Most notably, we had a Mercosur meeting of the presidents, and there we got a lot of clarification as to what the coming year will look like. Essentially, we're very likely to see these governments, specifically that of Brazil and Argentina, which will in 2023 both be kind of leftist leaning governments, um, will likely see them, you know, put out these rhetorical statements, potentially um, joint statements against what Uruguay is um, doing. But they're not likely going to make any moves that could potentially prohibit Uruguay from you know, engaging in these negotiations um, unilaterally, it's it's notable that technically what Uruguay is doing is not kosher under um, the Mercosur agreement, but there are other governments similar uh, to Uruguay that do break rules within Mercosur. So Uruguay's negotiations, they're technically against the rules, but they're not 
something that I think that other governments are going to really kind of push Uruguay on. What we are likely to see, though, is that Uruguay is very likely to wait until the end of 2023, um, until they are going to potentially move forward with any sort of you know, free trade agreement or negotiation with the Trans-Pacific Partnership. The reason for this is that Argentina will be holding its general elections in 2023, and Uruguay is very likely to be hopeful for the fact that if Argentina has a more centrist or right-wing government in the end of 2023 going into 2024, that it will have a kind of stronger negotiation uh, partnership within Mercosur and in that we could see Uruguay really trying to push for a broader free trade agreement with China. But Carmen, let's talk about the risks and potential outcomes of Uruguay seeking free trade negotiations apart from Mercosur. Sure. So from here on out, there's a few different scenarios that we could see. I I would say the best case scenario for Mercosur unification um, is that Uruguay for some reason or another, stops um, these free trade negotiations and, you know, just kind of decides to stick with the Mercosur trade bloc. Um, That is what many would say is the kind of best case scenario. The second scenario is that Uruguay could potentially continue to see these free trade negotiations. The one that is furthest along is with China. And if Uruguay really does push for something like that, we could see the country potentially negotiate with Mercosur to instead of joining, instead of remaining partners with the, uh, instead of remaining a partner of Mercosur, we could see Uruguay try to negotiate free trade agreements with the various countries within Mercosur. What that means is that we could see Uruguay exit things like the customs union um, in exchange for, you know, a little bit more freedom when it comes to their free trade agreements. Um, Our final scenario is that Uruguay would be, you know, this is our worst case scenario is that if they're not able to reach an agreement, we could see Uruguay be suspended from Mercosur, which would be, you know, highly economically disruptive to the trading block and would be very difficult to kind of get over. But that's something that is very unlikely as it is in all of the party, all of the country's interests to um, really kind of push that, uh, push an agreement if Uruguay is very insistent on leaving the trading block. So Carmen, one last quick question. If, if Uruguay is successful in leaving the trading block, if that were to happen, would that be the end of Mercosur? So if Uruguay leaves Mercosur or is suspended, that would not be the end of the trading bloc. We could very likely see other countries within Mercosur start to kind of bend some of these rules um, in order to kind of push their own agenda. I think one of the main elements that we could see is that um, Brazil or Argentina potentially um, trying to force the other countries when it comes to the common external tariff. Well, thank you so much for that analysis. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. Carmen Colosi is a Latin America analyst with RAIN. You can read her analyses of the potential fallout from Uruguay's trade negotiations with China in Worldview, 
Worldview is Rain's geopolitical intelligence solution for security professionals. With interactive graphics, Rain's exclusive global risk monitor, updated key forecast questions, and global threat monitoring, security professionals rely on Rain and Rain Worldview. Sign up for a trial today at rainnetwork.com. That's R A N E network.com. I'm Emily Dunning. Thanks for listening.